1: Des Moines Now, today's biggest stories from the BMW of Des Moines Sports Desk. This is an X's and O's update on Des Moines Sports Station. 1460
2: KXNO. And I'm Trent Condon. Iowa basketball junior guard Isaiah Moss is leaving the University of Iowa basketball team. Moss has entered the NCAA transfer portal after averaging 9.2 points per game and was second on the team in steals and fourth in assists. The Iowa Wild fell last night in game two of their series against the Chicago Wolves 4-3. The Wild now down two games to none in the series will return home for game three on Sunday afternoon the Iowa Cubs picked up a series win with an 8-6 win over San Antonio yesterday at Principal Park the I Cubs now go on the road for their next eight games starting with Omaha tonight yesterday Major League Baseball the twins stay hot against the Astros
0: Drilled toward the bullpen camp going back won't get there off the fence, hard. Buxton
2: flying around second. He'll have a triple standing up. The call from Fox Sports North. Twins win it 8-2. Jose Barrios with the win. Seven innings pitched, two earned runs, and five strikeouts. As he moves to 5-1 and one on the year, the Twins now have the best record in baseball at 19-10. In Chicago, the White Sox walk it off against the Red Sox. 0-1.
0: Oh, Delmonico hits it well. Right center field. Bradley at the wall. Jackie Bradley can't make the catch! Hey, Nicky, it's a three-run hover! And the Sox win another walk-off!
2: The call from Jason Benetti of WGN, as the White Sox have won 5 of 6. This afternoon, a three-game series begins with the Cardinals and Cubs in Wrigley Field. 121st pitch, Jack Flaherty takes the mound for the Cardinals opposite Kyle Hendricks. Tonight, the Twins are in New York to face the Yankees. Royals travel to Detroit to take on the Tigers. The White Sox host the Red Sox, and the Brewers welcome in the Mets.
1: Live from the Wild Rose Casino and Resort Jefferson Studios, you'd rather be here. This is 1460 KXNO. In-depth X's and O's analysis. It's Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO.
0: Hey, welcome back. Final hour of the program. Brought to us by Fuller Dentals, Dr. Stephen Fuller. He's my dentist. He can be yours. Couple of locations in Eastern Polk County, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines. Also, uh, office in Altoona, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. So if you're new to the area, you just moved, uh, to central Iowa or you've moved from the west side of town to the east side of town, uh, Dr. Stephen Fuller, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona, East 29th Street in Des Moines. FullerDental.net. Let's talk Big 12 football. Pete Mundo joins the program. Pete, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you, Pete Mundo? Doing better,
3: guys. I wish we had uh, football underway, but um, as good as I could be doing otherwise.
0: Indeed. Heartland College Sports, where you can read Pete and uh, all the rest of the fine staff et etc over there as uh, well well let me get your take on this and if you if you think back to where you were in January now that spring football is come and gone have you changed your opinion as to you know at the top of this division and all are the top of the big 12 and all likelihoods going to be a or B are they the same after spring football uh, or have you changed your opinion? Yeah, nothing's
3: really uh, changed my opinion, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I still think you're looking at Oklahoma and uh, and Texas at this point. I mean, spring football is notorious for not, not learning a whole lot. Sure. And some of the teams that you know could have a shot of maybe being that surprise in the Big 12, whether it's like a TCU, I mean, Gary Patterson gives the media um, and even the fan base as little uh, information as he can during spring ball. So it's not necessarily meaning that I don't think that team is there, it's just that after spring practice, I have not been able to figure out who that team is yet. That team could emerge once we get in the summer camp and kind of get a better idea of who's who's what and who's where once you know younger guys enroll as well and some Duco guys finally get in. But right now, no, it hasn't changed.
2: You know, it does feel like going in here as we get ready for the summer and before we get to Big 12 media days, that it feels like that top two is going to be pretty much in pen for everybody. Oklahoma, Texas... But then the question is, who would be the third team if you're just making a top three? We've seen here a lot of people like Iowa State. Other people have some other ideas. Where Baylor, are you at? maybe? Yeah, where are you at with the, th- the third team that you like in this uh, in this league?
3: Yeah, um, you know, I think Iowa State's got a chance to be that team. But right now, uh, I am looking at the Baylor Bears. And I just, I just look at this team and I say to myself, okay, uh, they're year three with Charlie Brewer at quarterback. Year three mm-hmm. from that rule. Huge gains from one win to getting bowl eligible, winning their bowl game. A lot of underclassmen last year becoming upperclassmen. It's kind of that perfect storm of what you want to see from progression standpoint for a team to make that next jump and make that next leap. And I think it also just says a lot about the fact of where these other teams are. Uh, just to kind of run down it real quick, you know, the Kansas schools are turning over, starting anew. Mm-hmm. West Virginia loses a ton of talent as star players. Texas Tech. What are they with Matt Wells? Oklahoma State. I don't even know who their quarterback is. Hmm. So the obvious two that we're looking at here are Baylor and Iowa State. I would give Baylor the edge simply because they have more key players coming back,
0: and they get Iowa State at home on the final Saturday in the month of September, is that uh, will uh, kick off? <clears throat> excuse me, Big Twelve play for for both of those schools. I'm with you. I think it's uh, it, it's clearly those two. What about the coaching change at West Virginia? How much will Hogerson be missed? <laughs>
3: Not at all, if you ask the fan base there. (laughs) Um, there There's just no love lost, especially this week. There was a big feature on Sports Illustrated about uh, Dana Olgerson. Took a couple of shots at West Virginia, basically saying, you know, you can't really win a Big 12 title here with uh, what we have to work with. And uh, I I think a lot of people looked at last year's team. I thought West Virginia was going to win the Big 12 last year. I thought they would upset OU. They didn't and that was a year where that team had arguably as much offensive talent as anybody, including the Oklahoma Sooners, and they didn't even make the Big 12 title game. Um, so I think that that relationship had worn thin, and that happens in sports at any level. It's not a shocker. It's not the first place. won't be the last place that it happens. But if you ask any West Virginia fan or even any, I think, objective um, analyst about this, most people will say that West Virginia arguably got a coaching upgrade from Dana Holgerson to Neil Brown.
2: Down in your neck of the woods, Kansas, with the new coach themselves, they welcome in less miles. Uh, I didn't really understand it. After a spring, though, of football, you get to hear some less uh, mannerisms and going through his thing, eating a little bit of grass. <laughs> Anything at all that you're grasping on that maybe, just maybe, he could at least get this thing turned around somewhat? I mean, not year number one, but fight his way and by year three, four, be getting to bull eligibility?
3: I think he can. You know what he's done on the recruiting trail. This, you know, in the few short weeks he had in 2019 for that class was pretty, uh, pretty remarkable stuff. Um, you know, I, I still am curious to see how he handles the Big 12 style of play. I mean, he struggled with SEC offenses at times. Big 12 uh, might give him even more of a run for his money. So I'm intrigued by that. But you know, recruiting wise, I think he can do. And I think he will have the luxury to do what the other coaches before him, David Beatty and others, did not have the least to do, which is to say, if we're going to do this right, I need four-year guys to come in here. I'm going to Kansas City. I'm trying to get the best guys I can from there. I'll go down to Texas. I'll go back to my SEC roots and try that as well. But I'm not going to do the Band-Aid mentality that uh, this program's been doing, dating back to Charlie Weiss, which is let's see how many JUCO guys I can get in here. And uh, it just doesn't work out. A program over the long term. So, if Les Miles and I think he has been given the leash uh, by his new AD Jeff Long to do this right, I think this team can get itself back to respectability that four to six window, four to six win window in three to four
0: years. You know, you mentioned the quarterback, and they don't know who's going to be the quarterback at Oklahoma State. Uh, you know, Cornelius. He for one year, I thought he did a really nice job. I, I really did coming in replacing Rudolph. But how about Gary Patterson at TCU? Um, the player of the year in the state of Iowa is is on that roster now, but he'll be a true freshman. I, I think they got K State grad transfer right. Uh, Delton went there. What else do they have at quarterback? Is, is that, that's got to be a you know a real concern for uh, uh, for the Horned Frogs, right?
3: Yeah, I mean they had this young stud Justin Rogers who was a five star, four or five star guy came in in the class of 2018. Uh, the problem with him is he had a knee injury. His senior year of high school, sat out all of last year, and still that knee is not 100% reportedly. So, I mean, that was the guy that they thought was really going to help turn around the program at that position, because, you know, they went through a couple of guys. Kenny Hill was serviceable, but you're not going to win a Big 12 title with Kenny Hill. Uh, And then Sean Robinson last year, he was okay as well, but I was never impressed with him, and he ends up transferring, leaving the program anyway. So, that position is in a state of flux. I still think Rodgers probably has the leg up because of how highly he was tatted as a recruit. Hopefully that knee is healthy. But, yeah, I mean, that's a huge question mark. And Delton, good player, but he clearly had issues throwing the ball at Kansas State. That's not his forte. So uh, with what that program does at quarterback with Doug Meacham as the offensive coordinator, you've got to be able to throw the ball. So it's very intriguing to see what they do there.
2: Pete, when you uh, look around the Big 12, a number 1 draft pick, it's Oklahoma again. But, you know, there's been a lot of conversation about recruiting, how it is a step back from some of the other major conferences. Is this something that, as a whole, not just for Oklahoma, but as a whole can help the conference after what we saw in the NFL draft?
3: Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, This can absolutely help the whole conference. When you have, yes, it helps OU the most, obviously, but when your conference has the number one pick and the Heisman Trophy winner in two straight years, yep. uh, you should you should be able to recruit off of that, even if you are Iowa State. Because uh, look at what's happened in the SEC. You know they kind of went on this run the past fifteen, almost twenty years now. That was you know kickstarted probably by LSU, Florida, now back in the early mid two thousands, and then it steamrolled into Alabama and a rising, uh, what is the old saying, guys, rising sea lifts all tides or something like that. Um, it's it all
0: boats, that
3: I think. I uh, lift all, yes, okay. Or Thank ships. you very much. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. So it's the same mentality here where if OU can get on this, continue to gain that national notoriety, which it always has had, but it's mm-hmm. really got it more now under Lincoln Raleigh than it had at the end of Bob Stoops' tenure, that can help every school in the conference, and every school in the conference should know how to smartly recruit off of that as well.
0: Hmm. What about Jalen Hurts? What do you expect from him?
3: <laughs> well, if he doesn't win a Heisman Trophy, he's a bust, right? <laughs> right. I mean, a bust. That's, yeah. that's, that's kind of yeah. I mean, he's seriously, he's a bust. I you know, I don't think he's uh, Baker Mayfield, and I don't think he's Kyler Murray. But I'll mm-hmm. say this: when he came in in the SEC title game last year for uh, Tua when he got injured. The way he threw the ball was unlike anything I had seen. Now, I'm not watching every Alabama game, but I watched enough to kind of know that, you know, he struggled at times throwing from the pocket, being in the pocket, being comfortable in the pocket. In that SEC title game against Georgia, where he led the team down from 14 points to win the game and get them back into the college football playoff, I was impressed by his poise, his uh, how comfortable he was in the pocket. And, uh, and that was something that if he can translate that to OU and then learn from Lincoln Riley and whatever magic pixie dust Lincoln Riley has, use that on Jalen Hurts, uh, this guy can, can be the most productive quarterback in the Big 12. Does that mean he's the Heisman winner again? Might be a lot to ask, but let's be honest. With Lincoln Riley, with that offense, with that system, He could certainly be a Heisman finalist,
0: and that doesn't mean he's the best quarterback necessarily in the country. Hmm. Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports. Pete, thanks for giving us a few minutes. Look forward to catching up with you again. Appreciate it. Anytime, guys. Take care. Yeah, good to talk to you. Pete Mundo as we talk Big 12. Well, let's get uh, Tom Cakert in here. HawkeyeReport.com. Isaiah Moss News breaks yesterday. We'll do that with Tom. Some other stuff as well, and he joins the program. Tom, good to talk to you, Tom Cakert. How are you?
4: Good. It's the the basketball thing never ends.
0: It really it? <laughs> doesn't, does it? Um did this had you heard whispers Tom were there whispers that this might happen? I mean I've seen, you know, your message boards there's been something on there since early April, not all the time but you know somebody yeah. would float that out there in Twitter likewise. So I'm guessing this didn't completely floor you when you heard the news.
4: No, not necessarily, but then, you know, when it popped up, and it was middle of April, I think, when it kind of popped up, and there were some rumblings, and I would heard from people that, you know, he was going to come back and maybe ask for, uh, uh, to tell Fran he was going to leave. But then, you know, checking with Iowa people, they were like, he's not going to graduate uh, this spring. So mm. you're just like, how can you how can you be a grad transfer when you're not graduating and uh, and it's not like he could do a regular transfer because he's already used right out here yep and he's only got one year left so I was like and then when nothing popped up right after that I was like yeah maybe this whole thing just kind of settled down and then it pops up uh, yesterday and um you know I checked again last night and he's not on the list for graduation for coming up here in the next like what week or two that they're going to be graduating so um so what's this uh, mean maybe summer graduation maybe, maybe he's he's going to get enough because uh, initially what i'd heard is that he wasn't it was it would have been a chore for him to do it in the summer um to even because that's what was my next question was well what about if he's just like you know got two classes he can take them during the summer and he can kind of be done, and they're like, nah, it seems like it was going to be more of a fall thing, so I was like, boy, he's really kind of stuck, but maybe he's got something cooking, doing something, uh, you know, getting some, getting a lot of classes done this summer.
2: Gonna be a lot of work there, but he looks to move on. There's been rumblings maybe close to Chicago, DePaul, Loyola, Chicago, those kind of things have been bandied about. There are people that believe, though, that this isn't that big of a loss for Iowa, I can't disagree anymore, though, Tom. When you look at a guy that, though inconsistent, could get to the rim, a very, very good shooter, late in the shot clock. It was Tyler Cook, it was Isaiah Moss. There's not a whole lot on this roster that you look at right now that you're going to be real comfortable with trying to beat a guy off the dribble. Who's on the roster that can do that outside of maybe Joe Weescamp?
4: Yeah, I think Wieskamp... Um... Maybe Bohannon, but that's—I uh, don't know that he's going to blow by people and get to the rim. Obviously, um, it's—it's just—I, you know, I was—I was talking about this uh, friend last night, and I said, I don't—I don't, I don't know—I—I—I I, I don't think they're going to be better, but I don't think they're going to be any worse. I think yeah. they're different. Mm-hmm. It's a different team now without Cook, um, and you could—you could make the case when Cook left that um, that they could make up for that with the combination of Cordell Pemsel and Jack Nungy and, you know, kind of throw Ryan Creener in there playing some four. Uh, They could, it'll be different because none of those guys, in my opinion, command double teams like Tyler Cook did. But from a pure numbers standpoint, I think you can, you can get there fairly easily. Uh, But Moss, it's, it's just one less guard. And now you're, you're, why are you going to start
0: a little derby uh, conversation, but...
2: Oh, I hit the wrong button.
0: We'll hit the right one. Give me a moment. All right. Oh! We go. In the hole. Right, it's time to go for the green with O and EKG Golf. Text the keyword COIN... To 200-200 right now, win a $1,000 cash. It's your chance to win it. That's coin to 200-200 standard message and data rate supply. A few minutes on the Derby, then the barbecue. Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460.
1: you 24-hour sports anywhere in the world on iHeartRadio. This is 1460 KXNO.
0: Welcome back, Miller and Condon. By the way, Rolling Stones—they postponed their shows. We talked right. about right? Yeah. You, know, you can't get a refund for the tickets. What? That's crazy. That's what I thought. That's the policy. You're just out? Not out, but you when they reschedule. Oh. Assuming they reschedule. Right. Now, if they don't reschedule, you get a refund. But if they do, you're stuck. So this was perfect in June. It won't be in September.
2: And that's well, I don't know. I'm just like, guessing, right? right? Yeah.
0: That's the that's kind of what I've been preparing. My wife to hear.
2: <laughs> Maybe it'll be perfect, though, and they'll just put it on that Saturday of uh, that we're going to be at Chicago for Big Ten Football Media Days. The
0: 20th of July, right. The 18th and the 19th are Big Ten Media Days. Is this Day. at
2: Wrigley? The concert no, that you're going no, to? No, no, no.
0: Soldier. So oh, Yes. How, Soldier Field. How perfect would that it be? It would have been awesome. i have never been there. Oh, wow. I've never been there. Could double dip it. <clears throat> well, I was hoping. I was looking forward to it, but I tried to get a refund on the tickets and... Nope, no, sorry. Sorry, they're going to reschedule. Well, what if it's in football season? Well, I think you'll be able to unload those tickets. Well, I hope so, but I just was kind of, anyways, you just played a Stones bump and I, I don't know. We're, and we're we better are. at sports, right? We're, yeah. we're better at sports. So let's do that. It's the most famous horse race in the world, and I don't want to spend a ton of time on it because I can just see dials or fingers reaching for dials across central Iowa. Um, but it's the Derby. And it's the one race where if you're going to be a a horse racing fan, or if you're going to watch one race, this is it. Mm -hmm. And it's 5.50 tomorrow night. By the way, it's opening night at Prairie Meadows tonight. Oh, it is? Yeah, the season starts tonight. And then they race live at 4 o'clock, so I think they run two or three races, then the Derby, then they get back to their live card. So you'll see live races when you're out there tomorrow, as well I. But. It's completely changed this, the makeup of this race. We recorded a podcast. Emery Songer, who is, your, uh, you probably know him and Sean Roberts are getting their own morning show on Saturday mornings from eight to 10. And we're excited to listen to those two mm-hmm. as they begin their sports talk careers, uh, with their own show. Uh, and I think they're going to do very well. And I wish them nothing but the best. I do. So Emery Songer, John Hernandez from Prairie Meadows, Chuck Reed who used to be at Prairie, now he's here, and he's the voice of Drake Football, and myself recorded a Derby podcast. But before we did that, the favorite was still in the race. There was 20 horses, now there's 19. Um, There's another one scratched today. But the race is completely, completely changed. I thought the favorite was unbeatable. I thought Omaha Beach was going to roll in this race, and I was pissed off because I'm just tired of the favorite winning the, this race. I don't think that's the case tomorrow. I don't. And I hope... The Bob Baffert gets beat because he wins every, seemingly, you know, it's been Baffert, 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 right? If you know one horse trainer, you probably have heard of Bob Baffert. That's because he's so successful. And you're his horses are always way over bet. And if they win, they usually win without me. And that'll be the case tomorrow. He's got the favorite game winner. I do like his other horse, Improbable. But I'm going to give you three numbers. I don't expect you to remember these names. But I'm going to give you three horses, tw- two 20-to-ones, and one 15 to 1, that I think have a legitimate chance now to win this race. And if they do, you'll see a happy Canadian in the clubhouse of Prairie Meadows tomorrow. (laughs) Maybe more than one of us. Uh, I like number one because, and I didn't like him. I thought the horse had the ability to win, but when the post positions were drawn and he had post number one, it is impossible to win from there. Because if you break out of the starting gate and run in a straight line, you will hit the rail, literally. It's unfair. You either have to, when the gate opens, bust your you-know-what and use all that energy to get off the rail and gain position or suck way back to the back of the pack and hope you can overcome traffic. With the scratch, they've moved everybody toward the outer rail. So he's got a legitimate chance, and he's talented. And War of Will number 1 has a chance as a long shot. So does number 3, by my standards. So 1, 3, and then the other number I'm going to give you, is, <clears throat> excuse me, 14, win, win, win. 1, 3, and 14. I think the three horse, who is going to be my long shot of the day tomorrow, he still is, but I really like this one now, too. horse by the name of By My Standards. Uh, he's just learning to put it all together and seems to be peaking at the right time. And then number 14, win, win, win. I think he's that closer that is going to be if the race completely falls apart, meaning if it's a... If it's an all out sprint to the first turn and these speed horses start to back up a little bit and you're looking for a horse like a mind that bird or a Giacomo at a huge price to come rolling through the stretch and maybe pick off the uh, tiring speed horses. Win, win, win is that horse. But one, three and 14 are my long shots. My, my horse that I'm picking is number five, improbable. I'm rooting against him because he's going to be five to one. He's a Baffert trainee and, but I, Learned my lesson over the last five years. You have to use at least one of the favorites. So that's how I'm going to do it tomorrow, Trent. Condon, what time are you going out?
2: I'll hopefully be there a little after 2 o'clock. That's the game plan. Get out there. Get some live horse racing there at Prairie. And, of course, get our tickets in. And then a concert afterwards. Where are you going to that? Woolies. That's right. That's where the.
0: What was going on at Woolies this week? Everybody was giddy about some guy I've never even heard of. DMX.
2: Now, what I've heard of him... He was a rapper twenty years ago that I'm uh, sure, I'm sure you came across. Did, I'm is sure he you the guy that the the did
0: road. the song with Aerosmith? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> walked? Not walked. Yeah, yeah. That, was it Walk This? That, that's
2: Run Run DMC. No, well, I know. This he had guy, three Initials. Yes. This guy is a little bit, little bit different, a little harder. Got a deeper voice, a booming voice. Yeah, I'm out. Not going to do it for no, you. No, not had no. no idea. But they were giddy. Yes, yes, and, and I, as it was happening. I was disappointed I wasn't there. You I mean, really were. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have liked to be there. It looked like DMX was, I mean, he was a rapper of my youth. Okay. So, a little disappointed I missed it. But cover bands. Three cover bands. Allison Chains, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, at Wooly's Saturday night. Well, I'll be there. You have a wonderful time. <laughs> I will be. I'm <laughs>
0: sorry I'm going to miss it. Right, right.
2: <laughs> Cheap tickets. going to be they? fun. Good. And got well,
0: some he's uh down. in uh, East Village, right? Yeah, yep. Uh, well, enjoy yourself. I will. I'll, I'll see you at the track tomorrow. And yes. Folks, uh, if uh, if you see Trent or myself, uh, come on up to me. I, mm-hmm. I'd be happy to share who I like in any upcoming race. Like, I'm not going to guarantee I'm going to give you a winner, but I'm going to do my homework to hopefully give you a winner.
2: And I was with you when I was looking at the horses. I have not even 1% of the knowledge base of you, but I came up with the one that I liked before the scratch, and mm-hmm. I was very happy to see that, as yeah. you mentioned. Yep. Six. Sixteen. That's my trifecta box.
0: Six. Vacoma. Yeah, he's live. Vacoma. Yeah, yeah. Vacoma live. And game winner. You're taking the favorite.
2: Ran pretty well. At Keeneland, right? Yes.
0: Uh, last time he only out, won so
2: Yeah, I. That's mine. And the sixteen, as you said, probably going to go off as a favorite. He right? will be the
0: favorite. Yes. yes. Game winner will be the favorite. And
2: I might key him a little bit and do some other things. But my trifecta box, if you're looking. I think you're going to get a good price. If that comes in six sixteen. No, you'll, hit the, you'll, you'll you'll be rewarded handsomely. We're going to play around with that. So there's my long shot. There's my lottery ticket for people looking to throw a couple
0: bucks. Out. All right. Well, again, have fun. You can watch and wager Prairie Meadows, also at Wild Rose. But you've got to go all the way to Clinton to find a Wild Rose that offers horses. They're the only Wild Rose property in the state uh, that does. If you're out there tomorrow, if you're out there in the afternoon, you see us, uh, stop us. Um, mm-hmm. Love to talk to you. We will take a timeout, but when we come back... We're going to make a couple of people very happy. We're going to give away Claxton's barbecue. Right now 28459662845966. 284-5966, 284-5966. We will give you four games for, events for events, better as well put. You give us the answers. If you get the most right, we'll give you a thirty-five dollar gift certificate from Claxons. The runner-up gets twenty-five. Two eight four 284-5966. If you're getting a ringtone, you are in two eight four five nine six six Claxons Barbecue. Next, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station fourteen. 146- Stopping you.
1: Des Moines Sports Station fourteen sixty KXNO.
2: You know this one? I've
0: never heard this song in my life. Is this what these guys stayed out till one in the morning to hear?
2: DMS. Up in here. I mean this was bumping in the clubs back in the late. I 90s.
0: am so glad that I grew up as a child of the seventies.
2: If this is what I missed
0: as a child oh, of the nineties,
2: oh You missed Yeah, sure. Riding on the dance floor, having a good time.
0: Mm, I had plenty of those.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tyler,
0: Derek, Rick, and Mike, you in that order. Let me give you fellas the questions so you can spend some time uh mulling these over. Cubs cards, three game series. Who wins it? Wild and Wolves on Sunday afternoon, downtown Des Moines. Celtics minus two and a half over the Bucks tonight. And then will the Derby winner have an odd or even number? The tiebreaker is going to be total home runs in Major League Baseball today, 15 games. Tyler is first with Miller and Condon. Claxton's Barbecue Giveaway, 8th Street, Southwest in Altoona. Hi, Tyler. Hi, how are you? Good. Cubs or Cards, three-game series. Who wins the Uh, series? I'll go with Cubs. Wild or Wolves on Sunday at Wells Fargo? Uh, wolves. They go up three nothing. All right. The Celtics are a two and a half point favorite tonight over in Milwaukee in Boston. Who do you like? I will go with uh Bucks. Taking the Bucks and the points. And will the Derby winner have an odd or even number? Um odd. And tiebreakers, home runs, major league baseball today, closest without going over. Tyler. Um I'll say 28. 28. Thank you, Tyler. Appreciate
2: that. Seems a little high, but we'll see. Yeah, that's been around the number that we've seen in the past when we've used that tiebreaker. Is it? Okay. Derek is next. Hi, Derek.
0: Hi, guys. Uh, Cubs or Cards with three game series. Who wins this weekend? Cubs. Iowa Wild, Chicago Wolves, Sunday. Iowa Wild. Celtics minus two and a half today over Milwaukee. Taking the shelf. Celtics. Okay. Derby winner, wear an odd or even number? Even. Uh, total home runs in baseball today, closest without going, not baseball, but MLB today, closest without going over. 15. 15. Thanks, Derek. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Uh, Rick is next. Rick, welcome uh, to Miller & Con as we give away Claxon's Barbecue. Hey, Rick. Hey. Uh, Cubs cards, three-game series. Cubs. Wild or Wolves on Sunday? Wild. Celtics minus two and a half over the Bucks tonight? Uh, Celtics. All right. A derby winner, odd or even number? Odd. And uh, der- the home runs in Major League Baseball today, closest without going over? Uh, 17. 17. Thanks, Rick. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike wraps up Claxons for another week. Hi, Mike. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thanks for asking. Cubs cards this weekend. Cardinals. Wild versus Wolves Sunday. Who do you take there? Uh, the Wild. Celtics are a two-and-a-half point favorite over Milwaukee tonight in Boston. Boston odd or even number on the Derby winner odd and uh, total home runs in Major League Baseball today closest without going over uh 31 31 thank you Mike appreciate it yep thank you thank you and we appreciate Claxon's barbecue for making it possible for us to do this every week 31 31 8th Street Southwest in Altoona in business for over 20 years Claxon BBQ.com. bbq.com check out their menu Highly recommend checking out their food. It is fantastic. And if you're in the restaurant business and you're in the same place for essentially 20-plus years, you're doing something
2: right. Maybe you're heading off to Prairie Meadows looking for some lunch before you get there.
0: Or when you slide out the back oh. way to Prairie before you make your way to Ankeny. Yeah. See I the think wheels I, turning I, I, a little I bit? Do.
2: I do. I know exactly. Wings? No. Brisket? Yes. Yes
0: brisket and the ribs, yeah, and the cornbread is... um No, it's the, it's the cornbread or jalapeno bread. That's what it is.
2: It's good. It? It's Solid all good. base. Solid
0: base for the rest of the night. Yeah, no, happy as a clam. All right, So you've got... Uh, you're derbying tomorrow with mm-hmm. me. You'll be at PRM for a while anyways. I don't yep. think I'll stay for the big race. There's an hour between. Gotcha. Uh, probably probably view that one in ink, but going to spend part of my day out there tomorrow. Cubs cards this afternoon. What do you got planned for the weekend baseball? Why, you're twins. You know, we never talked about yeah. the best team in baseball for crying out loud record wise anyway
2: probably going to be the only time i'm going to be able to talk about that this year because you know what the
0: yankees are beat up trent
2: (laughs) i know that i get it it doesn't matter yeah i know this has been 15 years 20 years of futility against this team the numbers are you know we talked about that really bad astros team a few years back the really bad tigers team we've seen the twins win percentage against the yankees over the last i think it is 15 years is worse than as bad as those two teams were during that year. Mm-hmm. They're winning something, it's like a 28% clip. It'd be over 162, like a, a team that wins 40 games. That's how bad they've been against the Yankees. So if they do do it, if they go in and win two out of three, I'm already really excited about this team. It's May. It should be. Best record in baseball. Yeah. 19 to 10 be.
0: You should be. And they're head of the Cleveland Indians, and most people pick them to win that division. Corey Kluber is out for three months. Saw that. Not good news for them, so maybe things are lining up. Well, things lined up for Emery Songer and Sean Roberts. They've got a new show coming a week from Saturday. Saturday morning's right here. Looking forward to that. Eight till ten. Future KXNO full-time talkers as they begin their careers, at least with their own show, starting next week. Murphy and Andy today at two. The Fanatics will finish the local programming for the week they started for and then monday we start anew with the kxno morning rush have a great weekend miller and condon des moines sports station 1460 kxno